I'm Hazel Goodman, and welcome to The Winner's Call. I am so excited to share God's Word with you today. He led you to this podcast because He has great plans for your life. You are born to win, born to reign in life. You are no ordinary person. You are destined by God for greatness. I'm born to win. I'm born to reign in life. As we round up our teaching on vision, I'd like to speak to you about the breakthrough power of vision, part four. But before we begin, let's pray. Lord, speak to me by your word. Go ahead, pray that prayer. Lord, speak to me by your word. Send the word I need, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, speak to us by your word. As the word goes forth, let each one of us hear the word that we need in this message. And to you, Lord, be all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. And the church said, amen and amen. The breakthrough power of vision. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 3. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. And Proverbs 29 verse 18. Proverbs 29 verse 18. Where there is no vision, the people perish. Come on, say with me, that shall not be me. Say it, that shall not be me. And in Jesus' name, no, it will not be you. Your God-given vision has the power to bring you through to your promised land, your place of victory and success. But you have a part to play in its fulfillment. And until your part is played, nothing will happen. There lies within you and me all the power we need to overcome every negative situation of our lives. God has created us to be victorious, to be winners, not to be frustrated losers, but every vision will require a run for its manifestation. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2. And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tablets that he may run that readeth it. When you really see the vision with your spiritual eyes, you are compelled to run. If you're not running, then you have not seen it. So fast and pray and seek the Lord so that you will see clearly what is available to you. Now, how to experience the breakthrough power of vision? Two simple steps. To experience the breakthrough power of vision, we must have absolute confidence in God and in His Word. We must have faith in God's promises to us. You see, only the miraculous hand of God can deliver the divine vision plan. When God shows you his plans for your life, you cannot possibly achieve it by your own human power. If you can, then that's your vision, not his. Say amen. Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6. Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. And that is why you need him. You need God. You have to be in partnership with him. Confidence in God empowers the believer for supernatural victories, supernatural turnarounds, supernatural breakthroughs. Daniel chapter 11, verse 32. Daniel chapter 11, verse 32. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Come on, say, that's me. 
Come on, say it again. That's me. And in the mighty name of Jesus, yes, it is. Now, on the other hand, self-driven confidence often has egoic pride at its root and can set you up for a great fall. That's why our confidence has to be in God. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 18. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 18. Pride goeth before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. Luke chapter 12, verses 16 to 21. Luke chapter 12, verses 16 to 21. And he spake a parable unto him, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. And he said, "Ah, This will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater. And there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. In other words, he's saying, my financial portfolio is set. My stocks are good. My bonds are good. Man, my dividends are working. I'm on top. But God said unto him, thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? See that? So we don't put our trust and our pride in ourselves and in our things ever. Daniel chapter 4, verse 29 to 35. Let's hear about King Nebuchadnezzar. At the end of twelve months, he walked in the palace of the kingdom of Babylon. The king spake and said, Is not this the great Babylon that I have built for the house of the kingdom by the might of my power and for the honor of my majesty? While the word was in the king's mouth, there fell a voice from heaven saying, O King Nebuchadnezzar, To thee it is spoken, the kingdom is departed from thee, and they shall drive thee from men, and thy dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field. They shall make thee to eat grass as oxen, and seven times shall pass over thee until thou know that the Most High ruleth in the kingdom of men, and giveth it to whomsoever he will. The same hour was the thing fulfilled upon Nebuchadnezzar, and he was driven from men and did eat grass as oxen, and his body was wet with the dew of heaven, till his hairs were grown like eagles' feathers, and his nails like birds' claws. And at the end of the days, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted up mine eyes unto heaven, and mine understanding returned unto me, and I blessed the Most High God, and I praised and honored him that liveth forever whose dominion is an everlasting dominion, and his kingdom is from generation to generation. Hmm. Never trust solely in yourself or in others. Never trust in your titles. Never trust in what you have. Never. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4. The just shall live by his faith. Amen. The vision will only come into reality by your faith in God and your action. You are divinely guided into the right action and given the right steps to take by your faith in God, not your skill or expertise. So building our faith in God is a vital key 
in seeing the manifestation of our God-given vision. Psalm 127 verse 1. Psalm 127 verse 1. Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. Psalm 62 verse 5. My soul, wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from Him. Psalm 16 verse 4. Their sorrows shall be multiplied that hasten after another God. Don't make things your God. And Psalm 34 verse 5. Those who look to Him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. So a major part of our run is building faith in our God because it will take absolute confidence in God to see His glorious plan become a reality in our lives. Isaiah 40 verse 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary and they shall walk and not faint. Number two, how to experience the breakthrough power of vision. That's what we're looking at. How to experience the breakthrough power of vision. Step number two, to see the breakthrough power of vision, be selective in the company you keep. Your company will determine how far you get in life. Your company never leaves you at the same spot. You go on a journey with them, whether you realize it or not. You know, oftentimes when we hear this, we think of our children, right? We always tell kids, you know, be careful who you're, who you're hanging out with. We tell that to our teenagers. But it's for, our, it's for us too. It's for adults also. Psalm 1, verse 1. Psalm 1, verse 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. And Bishop Oyedipo often says a thing I like. He says, the company you keep determines what accompanies you. You know, Lot had nothing, but because he went with Abraham, he got blessed. Whatever blessing or curse is on the company you are keeping will come on you. The people on that boat traveling with Jonah lost all their stuff. Hello? Proverbs 13, verse 20. He that walketh with wise men shall be wise but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. Come on, say, not me. Come on, say it again, not me. And in the mighty name of Jesus, no, not you. Spiritual companions in the books you read influence you also. That's why it's great to know that you're reading good books, right? Because you're in a spiritual companionship with those books that you're reading. You're in the right company here at the Winner's Call, though. Hello? You are in the right company. Every time you tune in at the winner's call, you are in the right company. Come on, say amen. 1 Samuel chapter 22, verses 1 and 2. David therefore departed thence and escaped to the cave Adullam. And when his brethren and all his father's house heard it, they went down thither to him. And every one that was in distress and every one that was in debt And everyone that was discontented gathered themselves unto him, and he became a captain over them, and there were with him about 400 men. And then God took this band of nobodies and made them into extraordinary somebodies. Hallelujah! They became David's mighty men of valor. In 2 Samuel chapter 23, verses 8 to 12, these are the names of the top three the most heroic men in David's army. 
The first was Josheb. He once killed 800 men in one battle. Next in rank was Eleazar. He was one of the three men who, with David, held back the Philistines. He killed the Philistines until his, his sword cleaved to his hand. The Lord gave him great victory. And after him was Shammah. Once during a Philistine attack, Shammah stood alone at the center of a field and beat back the Philistines, and God gave him a great victory. David and his men also became very wealthy. This band of distressed and indebted and frustrated men, a 400 of them plus David, became very wealthy. Ooh, my West Indian tongue got in there. Let's say that again. <laughs> became very wealthy. Look at First Chronicles 29, verses 3 to 4. Moreover, because I delight in the house of my God, the personal treasure that I have of gold and silver, I give to the house of my God in addition to all that I have already provided for the holy house, namely 3,000 talents of gold from the gold of Ophir and 7,000 talents of refined silver to overlay the walls of the building. Gold for the things of gold, silver for the things of silver, that is for all the work to be done by craftsmen. Now, who is willing to consecrate himself today to the Lord? Then the rulers of the fathers' households and leaders of the tribes of Israel and the commanders of thousands and of hundreds with the overseers of the king's work offered willingly and gave for the service of the house of God 5,000 talents and 10,000 darics of gold and 10,000 talents of silver and 18,000 talents of bronze and 100,000 talents of iron. Now, this is David and his men. David gave first, and then the men gave after. Now, I did a little research and what David gave in today's dollars and cents, right? The gold, he spoke of 3,000 talents. In dollars, that's $837 million. In silver, 7,000 talents equals $30.5 million. The total, <laughs> is 867.5 million. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that awesome? You know, and we need to understand that the reason David was able to give such an amazing gift was because of his heart of love for God. He was in a love relationship with God. And God always prospers his lovers. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. But as it is written... I has not seen, nor ear heard, neither has entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Come on, say with me, that's me. Come on, say it again, that's me. And in the mighty name of Jesus, yes it is, that's you and me. And First Chronicles chapter 29, verse 12 to 13, Both riches and honor come of thee, and thou reignest over all. And in thine hand is power and might, and in thine hand it is to make great and to give strength unto all. Now, therefore, our God, we thank thee and praise thy glorious name. God always blesses his lovers. And that's why it's important that we never just seek God to get things. You always have to check yourself. You know, am I going after God? Am I praying? And is it always to get something? 
Am I just loving on God? Like, do I just love God because he's God? Like, what if I got nothing else? What if the things I'm believing for and praying for and declaring, what if they didn't happen? Would I still be in love with God? Would I still be spending time with him? Would I still be, you know, seeking him and studying his word and, you know, paying my tithes and my offerings? Would I still be interested in that? We have to do that kind of a test to check our hearts so that we're not caught up in the pursuit of things. And as we have a sincere heart of love for God and build our faith in God, the vision that he has planted in your heart, that vision that you see that, oh my God, it's, it's, it's greater than you. In the process of time, it will come to pass. In the process of time, it will become a reality in your life. Come on, say amen to that. Lord, we thank you. Let's give God thanks. Let's give God thanks for the word we have just received. Father, we thank you. We praise you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. And let's pray this little prayer now. Pray with me. Lord, let me not just be a hearer of the word, but a doer. Pray that. Lord, let me not just be a hearer of the word, but a doer. Grant me grace, Lord, to build my faith in you and to keep the right company. Come on, pray that. Grant me grace, Lord, to build my faith in you and to keep the right company. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. If you're under the sound of my voice and you have not yet accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I'd like to give you the opportunity to do so now. If you're not saved, you're not safe. And the help of the Holy Spirit is not available to you for the fulfillment of your glorious destiny or to overcome the challenges of this life. If you're under the sound of my voice and perhaps you knew Jesus Christ and you somehow got disconnected along the way, he sent me to tell you he loves you. And he's calling you to come back home. So both groups, if you've never accepted him or you disconnected from him, pray this prayer of salvation with me. Now, repeat after me. Dear Lord, I come to you today. You know my life. You know how I have lived. Forgive me, Lord. I repent of my sins. I accept you, Lord Jesus, as my Lord and Savior, my physician and healer, my provider, who died for my sins. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus, and live your life in me and through me. From this day forward, I belong to you. Amen and amen. Well, welcome. You have just come home to the family of Almighty God. Stay connected to Jesus Christ by spending quality time in his word daily. Subscribe to our podcasts. Attend our online live meetings. We meet on Monday evenings and Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And your faith will grow from strength to strength in Jesus' name. And you can also write to me at hazel.goodman at yahoo.com. I'd be happy to pray with you and encourage you on your journey. And also follow us on our social media platforms for our posts, general updates, and new information. 
Remain ever blessed. Jesus is Lord. Now, before we go to the prophetic blessing, listen to this message. If this ministry is a blessing to you, please visit HazelGoodmanMinistries.org and sow your love offering. Father, for everyone giving into this ministry, we ask, O God, that you would bless them. We ask, O God, that you would prosper the work of their hands. We ask, O God, that whatever they give, that it would be multiplied back to them 100-fold. And Lord, to you alone be all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Now, for everyone under the sound of my voice, as you run with the word you have received, building your faith in God and in his promises, and also associating with the right company, you will see the manifestation of your God-given vision and fulfill your glorious destiny. Great leaders are under the sound of my voice right now. Giants of industries, heads of governments, mothers and fathers of nations are under the sound of my voice right now. God is making you stars of your calling. David had to be made before he could even give the extraordinary gift we just heard about. God anointed him king. He saw the vision, but he had to hide for a while because Saul was chasing him. But at the right time, God brought him into the light. God is bringing you into the light. Your business, your career, your vacation. In the meantime, how are you preparing for the appointed time when God will bring you into the light? You may be passing through a fiery furnace right now, but God is with you. You may be in the lion's den right now, but God is with you. You may be in a type of a prison. God is with you. Wherever you are, God is with you. And you are coming out into the light. You are coming out on top in the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, say amen to that. In Jesus' name, amen. blessed by our podcast, please subscribe on any of your favorite podcast platforms. We can also be found on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Please subscribe and leave a review. Also, visit us at hazelgoodmanministries.org. I love you. God bless you. Remember, you are born to win, born to reign in life. You're no ordinary person. You are destined by God for greatness. I'm destined for greatness. Are you born to win? Hey, yeah. Are you born to reign in life? You are no ordinary person. You are destined.